Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. Oh, we got this clip. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Brian Kilmeade caught on a hot, hot mic calling Republicans dumbass. That's it. That's the story. Thanks for hanging out. I'm going to play it for you. Bacon. McCarthy. McCarthy. Dumbass. <laughs> uh, that's so good. That's that was it. That was the been. first vote breaking from Jordan. <laughs> and he so just calls funny. him a dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> so guess what? Here's the breakdown. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries got more. Uh, wait, isn't Jim Jeffries a comedian? Yeah, Jim Jeffries is a comedian. Hakeem Jeffries got more votes than Jim Jordan did. That was, yeah. Jim Jeffries is like ridiculously woke, though, so it's kind of funny when you said that. I was like, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what he'd say, too. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm sure dude. The, the Republican Party has got, got, it's just. It's gross, man. They're, they're better than the Democrats, you know. For but, sure. But, but by what? By how much? I don't know what to say. Yeah, they're very sure. similar. I don't know. I, how do you feel about it? You know, I mean, <laughs> it's like if if we don't get our act together here, I can promise you one thing. The Democrats, they will govern because yeah. they do govern. Mm. They Look at that vote. The iron fist. 212. Yeah, yeah. No dissension straight down the line. And when they had that a narrow line, man. Yeah, when Would they you, had a narrow majority in the House, that's the way the votes went down. Just yeah. boom. Yeah. Would you vote Jordan? Yes, absolutely. Easily. All they needed was five votes and they would have taken the house. And they don't have a majority. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like why did we let them do that? Why can't why can't the Republicans just take the win? So it's a, you know, you so go stupid. You, you go through your process and this is the problem, right? They go into conference. They've gone through this, they've all battled it out and Jim Jordan wins the votes in conference. They come out and violate what they said. Like y yeah. you're supposed to come out and support the guy that won the votes in conference. And somebody say, Riley, well, they didn't do that with Scalise. Yes, that's true. They did not. Uh, but we've got to govern or they will govern. They yeah, will govern. True. <clears throat> yeah. With like an iron fist too. And I don't say that. I say that very cognizant of what iron fist means. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and they mm -hmm. have a lot of experience in the last 20 years of being the ones governing. So they've got that shit together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like how they actually include the amount of Democrat votes as if any Republican got a vote from a Democrat or. Thanks, New York Times. Yeah, appreciate Whatever. it. But, but we're, we're, I, I feel like we're kind of fucked and I'm, I'm actually kind of happy. I mean, in a normal circumstance, I suppose I could be happy that we don't have a speaker because now they can't declare war. Mm. But it doesn't sort matter. Of. They're doing it anyway. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's we the have issue. It's like wars all the time. Right, I know. That's why I'm like, <laughs> it really doesn't matter because Biden's going to exactly. just go to war anyway. <sighs> And that's the other thing, too. Like, how can they get war without a declaration if something happens to Biden? Yeah. Well, and look, they ever since Vietnam, right, you can get into conflict through executive action. Well, what about, well, what war about of, Korea? Wasn't yeah, Korea I was going to say uh, the Spanish-American War, man. Like, yeah. People just thought that was a, the first, you know. Yeah, but that, I mean, Vietnam was this long, drawn-out conflict korea obviously it was uh united nations was involved we were there as well mm -hmm. and i mean that that was a more like formalized process but True. yeah the i see what you mean yeah in terms of just executive action which and congress has abdicated their authority in this and just giving aumfs authorization for use of military force 
open-ended kind of what that means uh, and how they're going to exercise that authority rather than an actual declaration of war. That's literally in the Constitution. That's what Congress is supposed mm -hmm. to be doing. I think Congress in a lot of ways, specifically the House, has forgotten that they are the people's representatives <laughs> and they think that their job is, you know, to like, I don't know. I don't know what they think their job is. You can't really tell from what they do. Um, but they're not representing their constituents. They're not representing those who sent them to office. Yeah, in the House, right? I mean, we, Congress generally, we are modeled after um, the United Kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. So the House would be parliament. That's majority rule. That's how that works. The Senate is, you know, the kind of thoughtful body over there modeled after the, uh, the House of Lords, right? And mm -hmm. so you have a mandate to govern, Obviously, we don't have coalition governments like uh, they do in the United Kingdom, Parliament, and things like that. But they don't govern, uh, generally, the Republicans when they have the majority. What they're always worried about is keeping the majority. Mm -hmm. That's what they're always concerned about is, oh, well, we don't want to take this vote. Because the Democrats are like, you know what? We're going to push as far as we can. And if we lose the House, we're going to come back and we'll get it again. And mm -hmm. we'll keep moving the ball down the field. We're over here trying to throw like Hail Marys constantly like, we're going to stop this spending, you know, like instead of like making change every time you're in charge, we're throwing like 90 yard passes and the Democrats, I mean, just keep moving balls into the red zone constantly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So what would you do different? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, look, and this is what McCarthy said he was going to do and we didn't get through it. Regular order is one of the most important things that has to happen. Mm -hmm. Regular order has not been there in two decades. What that What's means, right? yeah, what does that mean? What that means is so there's 12 appropriations bills, mm -hmm. right? And that fund the government. This is how we get omnibuses where you wrap all of those into one big those bill. Those are the bills that are like a thousand pages long. Yeah. So you get the omnibus, I mean, more than a thousand pages. It's the whole budget for the United States government, the discretionary spending, and we just pass it all together. One thing that they did do, which is notable uh, under McCarthy's watch, was the state foreign operations bill. Everyone has complained for a long time, how do we cut foreign aid? And people try to cut foreign aid out of the omnibus. I mean, you're trying to pull a thread out of a massive bill. Doing their job means putting these each appropriations bill that funds the different departments of government on the floor, amending it, and actually going through with a scalpel and removing funding where it needs to go. And that's why that state foreign operations bill being on the floor is so important. Regular order is how we're going to get government spending back under control. And that's how Congress is actually going to be able to influence U.S. policy in this country by the power of the purse. That's mm -hmm. literally what they're there to that's do, job, right? Yeah. That is their job. <clears throat> And until they do that, they're going to abdicate that power to the executive branch to be able to control, not control, but yeah, control spending in an out of control manner mm -hmm. because they're just giving them piles of cash to execute on these programs any way they want. I mean, for me, if I'm elected, yes, one of the things I do different, we must get rid of the Department of Education. It has to go. That department can no longer exist. It has no relevance uh, in today's society. It never did when Jimmy Carter put it in. Our school systems have 
progressively gotten worse since the Department of Education. Yeah, was I think instituted. it's like actually a straight and steady decline. Yes, a straight and steady decline. Department of Education must go. We turn that money back to the states, empower the states to be able to control their ed- own education. And this is why the states lack so much power now is because the feds control it all. So it's mm-hmm. like, you want your education money where well, you're going to do X, Y, and Z. What about the thing where, and this is something the Biden administration did with a number of executive orders. They had some very specific idea that they wanted to implement across federal government. And so they required practically every, well, they required every federal agency to implement it. They did this with an executive order about vaccine mandates required to be implemented across every federal agency. They did it with, um, you know, LGBTQ stuff had to be in every single federal agency. Uh, The same with like, um, you know, race-based diversity Mm -hmm. stuff. And they require that every federal agency uh, implement different programs. And it's like the executive order will come out and then it will say, you know, every agency has to submit to me their plan within 180 days. Why does Congress let that kind of stuff go on? Yeah, well, and that's one of the other things. When you don't go through that, um, and since I've been state treasurer, that's what I've done is exercise the power of the purse to be able to get um, agencies and also outside actors like banks to act in the manner which I think they should interact with us as the state. Picture this. You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com carlson. I'm talking big money items, like your transmission engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com carlson. That's carshield.com carlson. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. West Virginia. If you, you know, like, okay, for instance, people have big issue with the ATF uh, and some of the things that they do. Instead of a a bill to like, let's say, let's defund or eliminate the ATF, what you do is get into the appropriations process and say, we're going to eliminate this, we're going to eliminate that. And then if you don't start to do X, then you're going to lose that too. And that's where you can leverage the power of the purse. I'll give you a better example or a more mm-hmm. in, uh, uh, one that the average person can wrap their arms around. There's a regulation right now, like on light bulbs. I, right? I hate yeah. this yes. so much. I hate it this. It started under yeah. the Obama administration when he said that American companies can't manufacture incandescent bulbs. And yes. then they all started coming in from Mexico and Hungary and they don't last as long, these <laughs> yes. incandescent That's bulbs. True, yeah. And then you, then, then Biden said you can't sell them anymore. And you will not believe 
how many incandescent bulbs I have in my house. <laughs> yes, in this, my cupboard. this is a huge thing for, and my, I would for me, my wife. We hate American it. Yes. made incandescent bulbs. They mm. lasted longer. They were better. They provide a nice yellow light. Yes. yes. And people love them. I love them. My household, we love them. And what they've done, the administrative state is literally passing laws. To destroy my personal quality yeah, of yeah. life in my own home. <laughs> but they're passing laws through executive action. Congress does have the ability to stop these regulations. A lot of people don't know this. It's called the Congressional Review Act, the CRA. Why did we let this one go through? I don't know. You really hit on a thing that incenses yeah, Yes, me. I mean, it, it incenses a lot of people. That's why I brought up that example is through the Congressional Review Act, you can vote down any regulation because they're literally legislating through regulation any regulation the administration puts out what i would like to see who knows if this ever happens but it's something i would push for in congress what we do in the west virginia state legislature when we took over in 2014 from the democrats any rule or regulation must be voted on by the legislature so all rules and regulations go back through us and we can approve amend or vote down any regulation that out there. Now, I'm sure you'd have to have some type of uh, uh, ceiling for that in terms of dollar amounts or impact or something like that. But something has to happen to get the administrative state under control. Here's a question. Could West Virginia create an incandescent light bulb factory and just sell direct <laughs> to consumers all over the country? Well, you got like this the federal regulation out here. Light bulbs. But would they really come at us? And like, if the federal government came at West Virginia for having an incandescent Civil light bulb factory Civil don't you War. think that that would just make the administration look particularly stupid i agree with you look it this could is be what like the people the want my pillow of yeah. light bulbs yes yeah true. that would be great i could get a promo code <laughs> yeah <laughs> finally <laughs> promo code libby incandescent light bulbs it would really look incandescent oh, light bulbs that's something i would pimp forever you're, I mean, you're like more fired up about this than the war in israel yeah. i'm look we're worried about this country I, okay i'm <laughs> The thing with the light bulbs, when Obama did that, uh, mm. my grandmother was still alive. Yeah. And she was so angry about that. They did this with hot water heaters, right. too. She mm. stocked up on all the American-made light bulbs. She had, when she died, she had, like, so many light did bulbs. Did she pass them down to you, then? No, I did, oh. I got her dining room set. I didn't get the light bulbs. Oh. I don't know what happened to those. I am running low. <clears throat> uh, I did stock up myself. Is this your way of asking her for something? <laughs> I can't give so, up the light bulbs. We're, what are you I'm going like with? that Seinfeld episode. I'm just going to talk about Israel now. Okay. We so so we laugh for five minutes. Okay? MSNBC <laughs> is running uh, uh, segments questioning Israel, arguing that Israel's the one who actually hit this uh, hit the hospital. Mm. Unsurprising that MSNBC is doing this. They know who butters their bread. They lost 30% of their viewers when the war broke out, which is yeah. unheard of for a news organization. The AP K ran about that too. Same that they thing. lost ratings? No, the AP was saying that it was Israel's. Israel? Yeah. Cable TV, new, cable TV news go ratings skyrocket during war. For MSNBC to go down, their audience is like turning away, being like, fuck this mm. bullshit. But we do have this uh, uh, this chat in the cha uh, this uh, member chat from Spike Freeman. Who said that Spiker I don't? Spiker Freeman. Spiker Freeman. Yeah. I don't believe one of these Israeli airstrikes can kill 500 plus people, nor can an improvised Hamas rocket. Obviously, that tells me the hospital was full of highly explosive munitions. Yeah. That's actually a that really was, good point. That's a good a point. Theory. Yep. That's yeah. a that's a really good point, and that is what the Israelis and the United States has been saying is that right. they yeah. hide men, material, personnel, uh, and weapons in hospitals, schools, and places like that. Right. That's but that would also suggest that it was an Israeli airstrike. 
Yeah, that's true. Right. Unless uh, Hamas is taking out their own stuff to make it look like it's Israel. Well, or they absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Assuming, I mean, assuming, I mean, Hamas knows that if they block, like if they false, like Hamas's opportunity is to make Israel the villain, is to say that that's why they're telling uh, the civilians in, in, in Gaza to stay in their homes. Right. When Israel says evacuate now, we're going to strike this target. Hamas says, stay, don't leave. Mm -hmm. They want them to die so they can pray around the bodies. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you think uh, Hamas would be willing to kill 500 people to turn the narrative? Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Of course in they would. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, those people are going straight to heaven by their yeah. estimation. According mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. To paradise. So it's okay. Yep. Hang out with the- uh, Dark days indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. seriously. There is darkness. But who knows? Who knows, man? I, th I think it's just absolutely hilarious uh, the the- why anyone would believe Hamas? Yeah, I'm not saying to believe Israel. But I'm like, dude, Hamas came out and killed civilians and prayed to the children around. Why are you going to take their word for it? Yeah. Yeah. And look, and just to be clear here, Israel does have a lot more credibility than than Hamas. Yeah, they, they really do. Is true. I have a problem just liking any government. Like, they, like, I look at a lot of governments, I judge them by how they were during COVID, and they were horrible during COVID. Like, they were yeah, tyrannical. Sure. That doesn't take away how I feel about this specific thing, though. But yeah, I can see what you're saying with credibility. But also, it's like, I, I think about that way about our own government, too. You know, thinking about false flags, I think about what I was saying earlier about Operation Northwoods. We were willing to take out our own people to start a war with Cuba mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. change that narrative, right? That's all declassified, crazy stuff. You know, we were willing to shoot a plane out of the sky or have a mass shooting. So it's like nothing's off the table with any yeah. of these people. Yeah, there's someone in the chat uh, named Anwar who keeps saying that it's like you're you're saying that like Israel, you're assuming that Israel dropped the bomb. We don't know yet. Wait until we figure out what happened, and then then we can make comments like that. Yeah. It's just not you can't just say that Israel did it and they bombed the hospital. We don't know, so don't so take, don't pick sides. Apparently, we uh, Iranian FM Amir Abdullah uh, Abdullahian. I pronounce that. Uh, arrived in Saudi Arabia a little over an hour, hour ago after he tweeted that, uh, you know, the Zionist regime must be stopped, blah, 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 global unity to target mm -hmm. Israel, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know, you know, this is war. Yeah, it's war. war. Yeah, it's crazy. I, who was it? Majid was, tweeted something earlier about an imam. Uh, Majid Nawaz? Pulling, yeah, pulling down their typical flag and putting up a black flag. Which oh. is like very symbolic for right. I saw that, that means too. it's uh, like holy war or jihad. Right. I think. Waving the right. black flag. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what really, really annoys me is the people saying they know for sure. I'm just right. like, you don't know for sure. You don't know. But it's all leftists predominantly right. saying it's a fact. Israel did it. Shut the yeah. fuck up. I see a lot no of people on the right too, though. On the, so, on the so no, I know, right, I know. know. But it's just like you're more likely on the right to get. We don't know for sure yet. Mm -hmm. It may have been. We're still looking into it. And mm -hmm. on the left, they're all like, we know Israel did it because mm -hmm. fucking Israel. It's like, dude. They're I, colonizers. I, I, it, it, yeah. The people who hate Israel are are uh, uh, fervent mm -hmm. and, and unreasonable. That's and how I, they want these videos to be so true. It's, it's and, they, and, and they don't even stop to think, to assess right. what is right or wrong. They just say, ha ha, this proves mm -hmm. it. And they just share it. Mm -hmm. The, yeah. the, the colonizer narrative, by the way, <laughs> is, is one of the most ridiculous and outright falsehoods in this entire narrative that exists, that Israel is on occupied land. And th mm -hmm. this is nonsense. I mean, people need to pick up a history book and actually... Right. Like, think of, has anybody ever thought about where the word Palestine comes from? It was just created. Palestine, mm -hmm. actually, uh, and the Romans were the first to use it under Herod when they uh, were occupying, uh, when they took over. 
what is today Israel as a jab at the Jewish population to delegitimize them. But the actual word Palestine, Palestine, comes from the Philistines. The Philistines were actually Greeks. (laughs) They were not Arabs. And that is where that word comes from. There was no one talked about a Palestinian till like the 1960s. Yes. Arafat created it? Yes. Let's uh, let's pull in some callers and see what they have to say. Indeed. Let us do so. Three, if by treachery, you are on the air. How are you doing tonight? Three, I'm doing great, guys. Nice show tonight. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you, of course. <clears throat> um, Tim, you, you mentioned earlier, uh, I think just when you were discussing the escalating conflict over there, you know, get ready. And I know that that's probably a very broad term yeah. or a broad statement, but um, you know, my question really is, is what do people like me do to get ready? Right. This seems like total overload. Um, Safe and ready meals.com. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the powers that be are really seeming like they want to push us into this, uh, a, a larger escalating conflict and, and that's overseas. And then you got, you know, kind of what happened today with the the J6 mom, Rachel Powell, that's sentenced to five years in prison and has to report after uh, Christmas time. I mean, it doesn't appear that we have anywhere to hide, right? So, you know, for the entire panel, what's the suggestion on us for, you know, how do we prepare? What do we prepare for? Um, hopefully, uh, it's a decent question for y'all. I don't think you should hide at all. Well, it's not about hiding. It's about surviving paying attention to what's going on so that if you start hearing like some whistling outside you know to duck and cover good luck (laughs) yeah i mean we talked about this day of rage issue and we've seen some uh, obviously coordinated indiscriminate killings of civilians uh, around the world as it relates to this what i would do first and foremost is secure yourself and your family and uh, as a fervent supporter of the second amendment i would exercise that to do so Make sure you have lots of water too. That's something that's food and water. That's why. That's why you know. I I think I shout out safeandreadymeals.com like once or twice a year. Mm. It's it's emergency food buckets. They last twenty five years. They're a sponsor for the show, but I don't regularly shout them out because I mean, obviously, once you have one, you have one. You know, Mm. if you get one or two or three or however many you get, they last twenty five years. You put them away. You don't need to buy another one. That's it. You buy it once. You're done. And if Phil Labonte was here, he'd probably say, have a first aid kit on you and know how to use it. I just yeah. ordered a shillet yeah. of MREs. Yeah. Smart. Because they're of what? Well, MREs. Um, ready to eat meals. Yeah. 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 They don't last that long. No. They only oh, last really? like a year or two. Years. I That's thought it? you just said 25 yeah. years. No, no. That's the emergency food buckets last 25 emergency years. Emergency yeah. food buckets. MREs are just like field rations. It's like food when you're out in the middle of nowhere and you want to eat quick and it's got like iron shavings that you put water in and it oxidizes and heats up. That's hilarious. My so dad has a doomsday bunker filled with MREs. I got to tell him. They don't last <laughs> that long. Check the dates on them. You're yeah. done, dad. Sorry. Yeah, they don't last that long. Shoot. Uh, I mean, some of them, it's like, yeah, they're just vacuum sealed bags like hamburger helper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's truly dry, it might last for a really, really long time. But, we, but we've got, uh, aside from like emergency food buckets, we have um, emergency staples. We have like Big buckets, like five gallons of rice, beans. Mm. Because look, man, if, I mean, here's your, your worst case scenario if you're wrong. Let's say you're wrong and you don't need the food. You eat it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. You you open it up. You pour the stroganoff in the pot with hot water and you got hamburger helper. Oh, oh geez. You bought food. You need food. Yep. Or you and never the, eat it. The absolute worst case scenario <laughs> in terms of you were right is you don't die, but mm-hmm. it, and, and, and life sucks, but you got some food for a little bit. Yep, mm-hmm. true. And then everyone needs to understand, you're, you're actually never supposed to eat it, sort of. When you have an emergency food uh, uh, storage, 
and you're preparing for some serious crisis, you're, you're supposed to only eat it as a last resort. So you should be hunting and foraging and gathering. Yeah. And when that fails, you supplement it with your emergency reserves. Mm, that's interesting. But I'm not saying you're, I don't know, if, I don't know if you're going to need emergency food for what's happening right now. I mean, maybe I'm just saying like you should have water, food and a first aid kit no matter what, whether there's war or not. Maybe those pills to, to make uh, water clean. Well, we got, we got life straws. Yeah. yeah. Those are probably true. better. Oh yeah. You I could see. actually take them, stick Do them in like the river. you like those? Because my river. son was like, we should get life straws. Well, yeah, you, you, you can stick it in the river and drink straight from the river. It filters the water straight into your mouth. Oh, that's clever. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, nice. I saw someone in the chat there uh, that said that they have an inspection date, not an expiration date. So you, apparently they'll last longer, but you got to mm. check them out first, which makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, anything else to add? Three if by Chetri. Great name, nope. by the way. Thank you guys for uh, uh, appreciate it. I've been on a couple times and uh, nobody's yeah, gotten it yet. So this is the first time it's come up. But thank you guys. Uh, appreciate you. Have a great night. Hell yeah, brother. Likewise. All 60, right. 60 months plus if they're stored at 50 degrees. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, a game dev. How you doing? Hope you're well. Hello, I'm a game dev. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, of course. I've got a question for Riley. So your Republican opponents have pointed to your former role as a VP at Podesta Group as evidence that you're part of the Uniparty. And your Wikipedia says you did work for them in Ukraine. So could you tell us about the work you did there and what can you say to convince the second district that you're not just another rhino? Thank you. Yeah, I never worked in Ukraine, but um, I can't control, you know, what people put on Wikipedia at all. Um, yeah, so over a decade ago, um, I did uh, work there after I left the Hill and then quit uh, right after it. And I, what I would say is sometimes in life, you uh, go through experiences that help you learn who you want to be. And then sometimes you go through experiences that help you learn who you don't want to be. And that's uh, what led me to uh, quit and leave there and get involved and uh, be, uh, be somebody who has uh, stood so strong as a Republican in the state of West Virginia, had one of the most conservative voting records in the state legislature, been one of the most conservative state treasurers in the country. And um, I actually learned a lot from that experience. And I think it's why I've been so successful uh, really dismantling a lot of the deep state and uh, a lot of the woke corporations that I've been fighting over the last several years. You know, uh, we all have different journeys that get us to where we are right now. And uh, certainly that was part of mine. And uh, yeah, it was a interesting life experience that was uh, very informative and really uh, opened my eyes into the level of corruption that there is down there true uh anything else to add mr game dev uh no i think that was a good answer and i'm glad that you kind of seem that like you uh didn't really think that was the path for you so best of luck in the election thank you very much thank you go thanks for calling you found one of the chinese bugs there shane yeah uh, i'm collecting them and to feature that for a second Thank you very much, Game Dev. Uh, next up, we got one. we got Bishop. I had one actually in my in my hat Stink earlier. Bunch. In the show. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, but they're chills. They're chills, they fuck. Chill. So it's like the the yeah, lantern fine. bugs piss me off. You got to kill those on site. Yeah, yeah. Those, those things are destroy awful. everything. Yeah. That's the rule. And right? they're, they're, they're literally the rule. I saw a bunch outside, yeah. and we're just smashing them. Yeah. 
too. But we haven't seen any nests. If we see a nest, we got we, we got to report those. I just see one or two. Oh, I haven't seen like, a nest yet. What does a dude, nest look like? A thousand of them. What is oh, what is a lantern dude. bug? Oh, they're dude. like big moth looking things with spotted backs. China's oh, okay. China's latest export. Oh, I and see. they eat vineyards. They which happen vineyards? to be close by. Well, Bishop, uh, you're with us right now. Um, I don't know if you just haven't heard us, or I'm gonna come back to you though. Hello. Oh, there I'm, you are. Hey, cheers. How you on, bro? All right. Uh, thank you for having me. I've uh, I've been listening to you guys or listening to Tim since uh, 2020, and uh, I'm, I'm very proud to see where you've become and um, to see where you guys are at now. So you guys are doing great. My question's for everybody, and I would say when when do you consider the U.S. to be directly involved in these two major conflicts? And if oh. we are not already then um, would that result, does direct conflict result in a containment of those conflicts, or do you think they get inflamed into a more global scale type? We're, we're involved conflict? in them. Mm -hmm. We are yeah, absolutely involved in them. The now. question is, are we mobilizing direct U.S. forces to engage? <clears throat> that would be escalation, no question. And it would just get worse. Yeah, I mean, I... Anybody else want to chime in? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I agree. I, I, we I, have I, ships I out there. Our president's going there to talk to one of the... Yeah, Ukraine. we got special forces, our intelligence, our weapons, our money, our training. The money. Our volunteers. Yeah, the money's enough for me to even say we're involved. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think many people would agree that we are, uh, yeah. like, around the world. Wouldn't just be us saying so. Oh, that's why they're that's why they're attacking the U.S. Embassy. Exactly. Because right. we're involved. Yeah, yep. I think that we're 100% involved. I think, I think that we're probably at the... Um, we're probably at a point in the crisis that we cannot identify because we're involved in it. Um, but it, it does feel like things are going to continue to escalate and the U.S. has not taken um, the U.S. has not taken the kind of leadership role that I would have expected this nation to take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And look, uh, just to be clear, there is a massive amount of intelligence sharing that goes in between the United States and Israel. Uh, we coordinate uh, on a lot of kind of counterterrorism efforts and intel sharing over the decades. I mean, that's something that's always gone on. Uh, something that I think a lot of people do forget uh, that's kind of interesting, I do want to point out, we do stockpile weapons in Israel, the United States does. And if I remember correctly, at the beginning of this year, the Biden administration actually drew down out of uh, U.S. Israeli stockpiles and diverted it to Ukraine. Hmm. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Do you remember that? I, I remember think that, that was yeah. like beginning of the year, yep, which I was. think has affected Israel's readiness. Uh, I think some, some, like it's like significantly for sure, because a lot of those, like, especially with like just munitions, just having actual like firepower to to load your weapons. I think that's what's, what's contributed a lot to it. But took rockets, took took weapons from a Jewish state and gave them to the Azovs. To the Nazis. Who are Nazis. Right. 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 That adds up. <laughs> it Biden. does. It does. That adds up. I don't think he's thinking clearly at all. It, it's not it's, him thinking. It's really embarrassing that Joe thinks. Biden is the president of the United States of America. Like that is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And I haven't liked a single president since I've since I've been cogent of presidents. <laughs> but this either. is the one that's actually just just monstrously disheartening that this is the man who's leading this. It's country. a perfect metaphor. I mean, if to you think about it, have a corpse as a president, like Reagan. <laughs> the Onion made the joke. Yeah, remember that? that? Damn, Reagan. I didn't see it. Like Reagan, my parents were always fighting around the dinner table about Reagan because <laughs> my stepmom was like 
Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. November seventh, twenty twenty. So wow. good. But it was all of them. Good so for the good. onion. Yeah, that's Dude, good. Stress I, of the presidency already ages Biden ten I remember, years. I remember. I remember. That's, <laughs> that's exactly from the inauguration. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just prophets now at this point. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because it, it of course is the onion, not the Babylon Bee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the onion. Yeah, yeah. no, ba the onion sucks. Well, I mean, this is pretty. This good. was this the last good. good thing. Yeah, it's pretty good, though. Yeah. And, and that's they, from, and they, that's and from they, November 2020. Yes, oh, yeah, and they also had Andrew <laughs> Yang appears naked in right. Energy Blast around yeah, into the yeah, future yeah. to warn us about AI. <laughs> that's kind of when they, they fell should, off during the pandemic. Right. They should yeah. do one for Trump where he's like in high school. He looks like he got younger. Oh, yeah. 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 He's just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Hair's better. I gotta say, better. I do love the like AI of Trump, you know, like Trump at Troy. Oh like, yeah, all of Trump these. history on Twitter. Those there you are go. so funny. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Like naked, Terminator 2. Uh, naked Andrew oh, Yang God. emerges from Time Vortex to warn debate audience about looming threat of automation. <laughs> I, I literally forgot all about Andrew Yang. The he Yang was like such yeah. a hopeful well, guy. Party and before that, he he got a job with what, CNN or which one of them? I don't know. Yeah, he became like oh, a talking I head. I don't watch MSNBC, CNN. I think. So MSNBC, I don't know. Even worse, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, like that, 2020 was the end of the Democratic Party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you had Yang and you had Tulsi. There was excitement around mm -hmm. some, some younger personalities. Mm -hmm. And then they were like Biden. And then everyone's like. Yeah. Did Tulsi say she's willing to work uh, on Trump's admin? Yeah. Yeah, she's yep. interesting. Yep. I like Tulsi. I do too. Yeah, that'd be awesome. awesome. Too. Yeah. I, I even liked her white pantsuit. Yeah, yeah. Bishop. looked great. I liked she when she destroyed great. Kamala. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was really cool. That was the white suit. Bishop, Bishop, anything else? We're so off, uh, off. We are. Here, so sorry. we're gonna wrap it up for Bishop. I um, or what? Maybe it's hindsight, but uh, Bagram, Bagram Air Force Base might have yep. been a yeah. decent asset to have. Yep. Troll and all the wow. stuff that used to be there. That's a very good point, yep. isn't it? But uh, I'll I'll leave with that. All right, on. Thanks for calling us. Thank you. Cheers, brother. Thank you. Uh, Matt, M A T. You are What's here. good? You're with us. Hi guys, thanks for taking my call. Of course. Uh, I've been listening to IRL for a few years now, and so my question is for the panel. So I'm seeing that the U.S. president, as an institution rather than the person currently holding it, is still very respected around the world, especially in the more Western-oriented uh, Arab countries of the Middle East. Um, do you think Americans, especially conservatives, can still view and respect Biden as a leader when an external event happens, such as World War III, Israel intervention, and everybody needs to come together and ignore the last years and years of mm -hmm. internal conflict nope. to resolve nope. the I don't. conflict? No. I already don't. Yeah, it's not possible, man. I mean, people thought COVID was going to bring everyone together, and it didn't. There's nothing that's going to make people respect Biden. If war breaks out, it'll be Biden's fault, and people will demand his impeachment. Yeah. The left will defend him and say he's a great leader. The right will say he should be impeached. If anything happens to him and happens to him in Israel, the right will say no intervention. It's Biden's own fault. And the left will say we've been attacked. How could you think that? Yeah. Um, I sense your accent is German of some kind. Are you from German or Austria? Are you from Germany or Austria, perchance? Yeah, from, from Austria, Austria. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I personally, as someone who's not from the United States, who's naturalized here, I don't, I'm not going to go to war for Biden. I don't. I don't, I mean, I respect him as like the, the highest law of the land or the, what's the word, the commander in chief, but he is that I don't, I don't want to do it. I respect the office immensely. Yeah. The office, I don't respect yes. the man Not the, at Yeah, all. I respect the office immensely. And I, I, yep. you know, if there was some type of attack, uh, existential threat to the existence of the United States, I, I, I do think to one extent or another, we would be able to pull together. I'd hope we could have some type of, I mean, everyone remembers kind of post 9-11, we were all, you know, let's try to figure out what happened to us. 
Um, but obviously, I think it would also accelerate the uh, the election of Donald Trump. And I'm not True. sure if there's yeah. going to be some people <laughs> on the left that would be able to deal with that. I think on the right, I think they'd have a better ability to unify around the commander in chief. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Donald Trump, they'd be able to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's True. interesting. Good point. Well, uh, anything else to add, my friend, Matt? Great. Thank you so much. Um, uh, thank you and have a good one. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Cheers. Likewise, my friend. Have a wonderful night. Or I guess it'd be like day right now for you if you're calling from Austria. Uh, Sammy Football, uh, we've been talking about you a lot. What's going on? What's what's happening? Hey. Us in with what's the what's the whole uh, hubbub you're causing? Uh, yeah, so that's actually part of my question. So I guess I'll Great. start with that. Um, but I do want to start out by saying shout out to uh, Nancy Cashman and all of you guys for okay. for Miami. Awesome. Pitch I can't wait till next time. Thank you. Can't yeah. wait till yeah. next time. That was a good time. Um, so my question for the panel: We've seen an escalation in the last 24 hours in the Mideast, although there are conflicting reports. However, with this, we still have the government in shambles in D.C. unable to elect a speaker. What is the best course of action for the GOP-controlled House right now? Yeah, I, in my view, I think that they have to. They have to unify behind Jim Jordan. They're going to have to do that. I mean, I think he's very clearly the choice right now for the conference, and I think for the good of the country, uh, some people there need to have a little bit of like a, a statesman moment here and do something like outside of themselves and realize that this is the best course of action for the United States for us to elect a speaker in case uh, something terrible happens here and we have to be able to mobilize or react to something uh, that is an existential threat. God willing, something like that does not happen. Um, I don't think... That's necessarily tomorrow, uh, but you don't know. And we, we do, in times like this, have to have leadership. I know there's bad blood in that conference. I've talked to some of the members of Congress even today. I talked to them. But tomorrow at 11 o'clock, they need to elect Jim Jordan, Speaker of the House. I hope I so. I hope so. Yeah, but I, I, I do necessary. think a component of this is they vote against uh, uh, Jordan. And then Jordan goes to them and says, okay, what do you want? And they say, give me this and I got your vote. Like, it's leverage for them. So Yeah, I, I think that's right. But, you know, look, Kevin McCarthy came out, publicly supported Jim Jordan in this in this election for speaker, right? Yeah. I mean, he's doing the right thing here. Why some of them want to hold out on this and Kevin McCarthy, who in a very public way uh, was deposed, uh, removed as Speaker of the House, but is doing what he think is is right by the country. He's able to get his mind around that. I think the rest of them need to do the same thing. But I agree with Tim. I'm sure yeah. they want to exact some type of leverage. In yeah. this. I did think Kevin McCarthy's uh, speech when he left office was actually very good. And, and I thought it was speech. too. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that uh, the GOP needs to just elect Jordan speaker yeah. and then try again and then we'll all be let down by jordan but it's okay we're trying so yes like, but this you is the have process. to be let down by the speaker of the house because the speaker of the house has to make deals right and he's inevitably she's inevitably going to make deals that you know you don't like but that's she. the job well we did have pelosi so yeah, I, I threw know. a she in there what do you want <laughs> <laughs> no more she's no, no more she's uh, you Sammy, know soon we, we're gonna have a they don't you listen to pearl davis come on we don't uh i don't in fact, is, it, is, it, uh, is it Sandy who's mobilizing vote. the phone calls to uh, uh, Congress? Was, was that what you were saying uh, earlier? 
Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah, she, um, she, after she I heard that. that somebody did a super chat about it, I wrote like a little thing. Um, I first of all, that was a we thing, not a me thing. I just want to point that out. That was a we movement in the cool, Discord cool. today. Okay, that's awesome. Well, Charlie cool. Kirk pulled um, all the phone numbers if you need them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I posted I, all those. Well, oh nice. They. Yeah, they so they had a, a VC going with the stream of the speaker vote on C-SPAN and I jumped into the VC and I don't know what came over me. I just became like irate because I'm so That's tired the of this party taking advantage of us, you know, mm-hmm. and Hell yeah. That's how I One felt when guys. I left the Democrats. I was <laughs> yeah. tired of them taking yeah. advantage of us, and it, now it, it's the same. I, I will say this, and I don't. I assume this is true. It's been reported, but I, I don't know how helpful it is having like Sean Hannity's staff email like congressional offices, like you better vote yeah. for Jim Jordan, or we're going to do it. I I don't think that's probably helpful. Uh, particularly, you have either people in Biden plus whatever districts, or indestructible. Republicans who are in conservative districts that have been there forever, right? Like a Kay Granger from Texas, who's the chairwoman of the Appropriations Committee, Mike Rogers, who's chairman of the House Armed Service Committee, who actually did end up supporting Jim Jordan. But I don't know if that's helpful or not. Right. I think what's helpful is what you are doing and mobilizing actual people. people. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yes. Agreed. That, Real people instead that, of the... Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, Sean well, Hannity here. No, but if they're hearing from people, constituents... That I, I can tell you, somebody who is in public office, that makes a difference. Because yeah. yeah. one person who's willing to call in and complain is equal to like a thousand voters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Literally. But seriously, literally, they're like the average well, person doesn't care. Yeah, and it, the way that it worked, it was kind of crazy because I, I got irate because I watched all the Democrats at the end all clap in unison, looking all happy, and then we're sitting here all divided. And and one of the representatives is one district over from me, and there was someone named Mara Macy that ran against her, him, who could be there right now, who isn't because the establishment, you know, stood up against her. And of course, you know, now we have this rhino there, and it just literally infuriated me. But I'm so white pilled, and this is such a great community because this isn't even all Republicans. This is libertarians yeah. and and stuff too, and everybody just rallied behind to say like you know this is a dangerous situation our i we know our president is about to get on air force one and go to another country and we don't even have a speaker and i was like this is crazy we need to do this and i mean everybody just kind of fell in line we hosted a stage we got like we got people on there and i will tell you that like an hour after we called um representative diaz uh blar's office in miami Mm -hmm. he tweeted that out and then wow. there is 12, 12 quote tweets after that saying that they're in agreement with him. And wow. that was an hour after nice. we started. Nice. Well done. <laughs> Shout out I, I, will, to the I will tell you the one thing scarier to the machine, uh, scarier than our show, they try and suppress it, is the fact that there is a membership platform where people are coordinating and organizing. That is particularly worrying to the yeah, establishment. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when constituents reach out, people, re- I mean, I always react. Everyone, re- it's like, okay, this is a constituent issue. We need to, I mean, mm-hmm. people react for different reasons, but they react. And uh, I, we do have to mention this. The Speaker of the House is third in line for the president. That's yep, a huge exactly. deal. Yeah. Second in line. I keep thinking about that. Well, after the vice president. So, yeah. President's already the president. Yep. So the line would be yes, yes, VP yeah, then. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Second the, in the, line. The third position of, yep. uh, uh, but the second, uh, second, uh, the third in, uh, how does it describe? Right, and whatever. Get the point. What were we looking at yesterday? <laughs> we figured out that Patty Murray from Washington yeah, State. Yeah, she's third in line. Is the, is the, what is it? Pro, uh, Senate, uh, the Senate uh, pro president temp. pro temp of the Senate. Right. 
and she's a disaster. She's just a horrible yeah, individual and a terrible so with no speaker. leader. <laughs> if, Patty Biden, Murray, if Biden and Kamala go to Israel together and then like a Gaza rocket hits them, Patty Murray is president. Yeah, yeah. Patty, Patty Murray, who ran oh, her, wow. her campaign in part because, based on being bisexual. Wow. This was her big claim. Oh, I'm bisexual. Dude. I should be in the Senate. Okay, fuck yeah. off. And now she is. Now she is. Uh, the what? Second in line. She's she's second in line. Second right now because there's yeah, no second in line because for there's, there's no speaker. speaker. Yeah, she's she, awful. She's <laughs> Senate. She's Senate pro tem. Right. And this is like a great civics lesson for everybody. It's not the majority leader, which right. is a position we made up kind of in the modern era, right? Because the yeah. vice president is actually the the vice president of the United States is the presiding officer over the Senate. Yeah. Then there is the Senate pro tem, and then the majority leader who is technically in charge of this thing but constitutionally is not in line yep right true that yeah. is messed up yep yeah, that's what made it so scary to me what that's when i was like oh no we are not having this today no absolutely not <laughs> well so i have Sammy. i applaud your efforts <laughs> yeah me yep. too let's let's tomorrow at 11 we'll see what happens yeah, yeah. 11 yeah don't 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 stop. I have so I have Sammy football is like exclusively for football on Twitter, but I have Sammy politics now. <laughs> nice. And that's where I'm posting everything. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I have all of their their usernames. Like all you have to do is just click on their username and just, you know, Twitter is our town hall. You know, they can't legally they cannot delete anything that's posted on their social medias if it's an yeah. official social social media and people don't true, know that. True. So go tell them how you feel. No, right you can't on. You, on, on official accounts. You cannot delete. You cannot uh, block. You can't do any of that on, wow. uh, on congressional uh, official accounts. That's why everyone has their separate accounts, right? Yes. Although mm -hmm. AOC has blocked Alex Stein. Yeah, well, that's in her private. You know. Is it a private, private her account? account? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you got your yeah. private slash political account, right. and then you got <laughs> your, uh, uh, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. sure there's some rules in terms of like what you can say if it's kind of <laughs> like out there. Yeah. You know? I think there should be a rule that uh, they have all statements have to be signed off on by the politician. Yeah, why not? It can't just be that Biden hands his phone to someone and says, has fun. Mm -hmm. He has to receive the message and say, do you agree with this? Like, will these words come from you? Yes, I sign off on it. Uh, Otherwise, the right we have puppet. Yeah, we have a puppet on social media. Yeah. That you was know, one it, thing that was great about Trump was like everything <laughs> no, he said was him. No, yes. yeah, straight from <laughs> I the loved source. It, loved There's it. a lot of politicians. They have people that just do their social media. Yeah, the, the, they're on the comms team. Yeah, if you if you see my tweets or anything, that's from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's nice. me. <laughs> nice. Hey, Sammy, was there anything else you wanted to add? No, just uh, shouting out the Discord, the the after show. I listen. I fall in love with this place more and more every day. Like uh, this yeah. is, oh, and so today, great. we have you know, five. <laughs> we have five thousand five hundred thirty-five people watching wow. right now. The uncensored show. Y'all need to go and join the Discord uh, yep. because you're already members and you sign up and you can be in these chat rooms and then you can actually argue with these people. You can argue with them or agree with them. And uh, the the more most important thing is. It's become a, a place where y'all can hang out and organize. So, look, I'm not saying y'all need to call members of Congress and go and protest. Or, no, 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 you, you could open a coffee shop. You could open a diner. You might find somebody who's like, oh, I actually live a couple miles away. Hey, man, we should open a card shop. Like, build culture, work on games, work on shows. They're, they're, the Discord is having members only. Uh, they're doing their own shows before yep. and after. Yep. Saturday weekend mornings. It's, it's, a, it's a network. Networking is it's what do they say? It's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm -hmm. Who you know. You might you might be sitting there and being like, I got this really great idea for a thing. Someone's gonna be in the, in the Discord being like, I'm looking for something to invest in, I got some money, and then boom, all of a sudden you're selling widgets to the world and then you can donate to whoever you want to win politics or whatever. Mm -hmm. You just gotta start with with building those networks. So That's right. 
if you're if you're listening and now it's at 5610 yep. sign Keep up get in the up. discord the, the sammy and everybody they're doing really awesome work and organizing is the most powerful thing building culture and community i'm really excited for for one day when this coffee shop opens up in martinsburg Soon. And we can do these Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, yeah soon. I don't know. <laughs> I like know, I'm looking at the, the 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 cat designs and stuff. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, that's gonna take three months to a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we gotta redo the walls, the floors, right. the uh, the plumbing. I mean, it's just it's just there's so much. I mean, maybe realistically, spring. Yeah, it was supposed to be open by the end of the month, mm-hmm. and then permit stuff. The local government jams everything mm-hmm. up, and we've been sitting on this building for over a year. Yeah, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway semi football. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Yes, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Forward always, the line, guys. Always a pleasure. Forward the line. I thanks. agree. Right on. Cheers. Riley, thanks for hanging out. It's always a blast. Yeah, man. This is awesome. Uh, and uh, thanks for plugging West Virginia there real quick. Uh, oh, yeah, wild yeah. and wonderful. Everybody yeah, should move West here. Virginia. Well, you know about our, our plan, right? Oh, yeah. Anti, Anti-Times Square. Yeah, I love it. I love it. We're, we're, it's, it's a slow roll, but working on it. We're, the next thing we're working on right now is a franchise corporation. The idea being we can go to a prominent personality and say, we're going to run your brick and mortar shops. You get a profit share, but you're basically the promotion for this. And then imagine all of just downtown Martinsburg, you've got insert personality, Papa Jack's Pizza Shack, Cousin T's Diner, Casper Coffee, uh, Luke Rudkowski's Health and Wellness, Vitamin Shop, all that stuff. Yeah. Shane should have a bookshop. And Ooh, someone had a really, yeah, yeah, a bookshop. That'd be really someone nice. had a really good idea yesterday that we should do our own version of a ball drop, but with a rooster. Yeah, going and on. I'm like, instead of the ball dropping, the rooster crows, yeah. opens up its wings. Yeah. And I'm like, that sounds, I'm That's so down for that. Yeah. I will, I will <laughs> put a rooster awesome. on the top of my building yeah. and have it go, you know, like how, right at, on the new year. How I was just thinking, I was just fantasizing about an anti-woke bookshop yes. where you can go in and actually buy books for your kids without looking at them and <laughs> Oh my God, them. yes. And wondering yeah. if there's like Dude. dildos on I, the pages. I, yeah, I have, I have three little kids. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, but I, I interrupted yep. you. So if you wanted to wrap <laughs> Oh yeah, no, you, you you plug West Virginia well. Just uh, everybody who's listening, uh, open season, rifle season starts November 20th here in West Virginia. Oh, really? It's also open season. What? on coyotes here in West Virginia all year round. Mm. But uh, rifle season starts November 20th, runs, uh, I think, till December 3rd. Sweet. We got plenty of deers. Come on out. This got is too like many. a full, yeah, there's too many. Have like full West Virginia episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since, since it's a full West Virginia episode, I'm going to share this image, my favorite image from Miami. When we were on a big boat, we were all coming home. On the, oh, the boat was bringing man. us back. Here's people filming rap videos all around us on their boats. We had on country roads and we were all Everyone screaming that song. <laughs> the top of our lungs. I saw a video Miami. the other day. It was like Oktoberfest in Germany and people were like singing uh, country roads. Yeah. It's a universal song. <laughs> that's Everybody amazing. loves it. All right, well, man. That's awesome. Thanks yeah. for hanging out, guys. Thanks for everybody uh, uh, who is a member for supporting us and, and listening. And we'll be, we will be back and see you tomorrow. Cheers.